Welcome to the Honesty Club podcast. I'm Kelly. And I'm Sarah Joy. We've been friends for over a decade. And at this point, we've talked about everything. Each week, we'll take a hot topic and give our honest takes. And even better, we're inviting you to be a part of the conversation by submitting your stories and thoughts. Laugh a little, learn a little, and even feel free to disagree. You're invited to join the Honesty Club. Happy Thursday, everyone. What's up, party people? (laughs) We're we're coming in with high expectations. If you're not tired, you need to be. It's going to be a party today. Yeah, we're excited about this topic. We've got a good one. Yeah. And we've got a lot of stories to go through. Well, the thing is, if you haven't read the topic already and you just press play, well, here it is. Uh, We're talking about bosses. And the good thing is everybody has a boss. Yes. So we're talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> but particularly just the good and the bad. So we're taking your stories, we're reading your stories today for your best boss experience and your worst boss experiences. And we got a lot of responses. They are doozies. Yeah. Some crazy things out yeah. there. I was a shocked. A lot of crazy bosses. There are a lot of crazy bosses out there. So if you have a good one, just be grateful. Or if you are a boss, take note. Yeah. Make sure you're not featured. Yeah. <laughs> Could be you and you don't know. <laughs> Maybe. We, we actually don't know who they came from because yeah. they're all anonymous. So yeah. couldn't tell you if we wanted to. Well, let's uh, start out with a life update because we always like to clue you in on what's going on around our lives first. Yes. So Kelly, do you want to go first? So recently I did a little bit of gardening. Yes. My mom came over and she helped me out because she knows, she literally knows every plant in the world. Oh. She'll be like, she oh, was that's giving me a tips on my plants. Blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, and you got to do blah, blah, blah with that one. And I'm like, <laughs> how do you go with this stuff? So anyway, she helped us do a little bit. She checked our soil, made sure it was all good. Oh, amazing. How'd yeah. she check the soil? She dug it up and she's like, oh, that's amazing soil. Oh. <laughs> like, how do you know? Wow. Don't know. But she does. And. Then we planted a lime tree, which was fun. It Heck probably yeah. will be a little while before we get limes, but it is happening. And then, I think my parents just got a, either a lime tree or a lemon tree, and it's been pretty recent. Like, it's tiny, yeah. and they're already getting one. Really? Yeah. <gasps> oh, that's exciting. I yeah. hope ours produces fast, because that would be so fun and exciting. Yes. Um, and then we planted some herbs in a pot nice. on our deck, so it's cute nice and yeah so doing a little gardening yeah things pretty i love it i have also been gardening nonstop. um i don't remember if i've mentioned this yet but i like to maybe it's just on my youtube i i can't really tell you but i like to um try to regrow stuff from my veggie scraps yes and from my fruit scraps and all that. So I've been doing some replanting of those. Love that. So like squashes and peppers and bell peppers and onions. And I have celery and lettuce. And I'm Get trying to regrow the top of a pineapple. But <gasps> I'll let you know how that cool. one works out. I think it was a little too ripe. So I'm not really, I don't have high hopes for this one. But I will try again. Mm-hmm. So gardening has definitely been something yeah. that I have been doing. We just replanted the onion that we it was too old and it was yes. sprouting like green things yeah. so matthew just planted it in there i have a full potato army <gasps> from the buds that have wow you know when your potato like buds up yeah i just cut off the bud and plant it and now i have a whole crazy That's army amazing. i haven't gotten any potatoes yet but apparently when they start producing flowers then they have potato oh <gasps> 
So. It's just so rewarding. It's, <laughs> yeah, like, it's I'm pretty fun. I'm actually getting something. I actually planted some, well, not planted, but we put in some boxes on our deck, mm-hmm. some flowers. It was already like, yeah. you know, a flower. I forgot what they're called, but they started blooming and then they fall off and then you get a new one the next day or something, mm-hmm. but you're like, oh, it's so beautiful. I love it. I love it. So and cool. I found out today I have, I counted, um, I was thinking like we have these rose bushes in our yard and they weren't producing roses. And I've just been seeing everybody else's are like booming with roses. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's up? So like your mom told me to, <laughs> I went and bought some <laughs> rose food. And um, so I was going out there to water it. And I counted literally one plant, 17 buds about <gasps> to come out. I was like, oh, we are good. What? <laughs> 17 roses about to come out on one little plant. That I was rose like, food what? really didn't No, well, like I hadn't fed it yet oh, i was okay. coming out to do the first feeding and i was like oh well this is it's gonna be phenomenal <gasps> yeah yay yeah it just takes a little time i feel like things have been um a little late this yeah spring. maybe like yeah it's taking a little time well actually yeah because um the pollen situation oh okay well gosh. i usually remember the pollen happening in march uh, and it's just now really taking oh, off and booming. like pollinating my so i'm like oh, okay well that's a little late my card's white <laughs> well mine's yellow so it's yellow <laughs> okay yeah i'm it's, like we have to go like rinse off everything every day just i know and it's i want to go take golden. it to the car wash but then i'm like it's just gonna happen yeah. tomorrow yeah what do you even do how long does this last it just lasts like i would say a week week and a half i think of the really golden stuff because then it all falls off the trees and oh good I need yeah. it to not. But anymore. it's been wild. Yeah, the pollen's been insane. Yeah. But then, so we have this, we have two trees in our front yard. One is this like white flower thing that falls off and kind of looks like snow. Oh, that's, that's really fun. pretty. But then the other one is still bare as can be. So hmm. I feel like by now it should be sprouting something. Mm, depends what kind of tree it is. Buds, but nothing's coming out yet. So that's why I'm like, maybe things are a little later this season. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it just depends on the kind of tree you have. Maybe it just takes a little time. I'm just ready for it to not look like winter. I am on the lookout for somebody who lives near us. And I'm not really sure. I mean, we do live, you know, more in the southern region. So I'm not really sure if this works anyway. But I'm looking for somebody who has a maple tree because I want to, what do you call it? I want to produce some maple. Sorry. Yeah. Like I want to go <laughs> gather the sap. Huh. That would be cool. I don't know if that I want to tap it for the sap. Tap it. I want to tap the sap. <laughs> You need to go to... But I, it, it's probably past that season anyway. But I don't know. Where like, it's it? usually... Virginia? I know in, like, Vermont or New Vermont. England. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, it's like a colder climate. Mm. So they all, like, there are syrup factories up I there. I just watched a Hallmark movie not long ago called, like, Moonlight in Vermont. And they were tapping trees. And tapping, getting, sapping. Get, yeah, tapping and sapping. <laughs> <laughs> so, getting their syrup out. Yeah. Well, did you know it comes out clear? It looks like water. And then you oh. boil it for, like, <gasps> ages. And then it turns... Wow. the color and thickens no i did not know that well now you know and i was really interested that i was trying to find like really a local cool. maple tree that i could inconspicuously tap you just go to their <laughs> tree and like stick something in there well we have a lot of parks around us so i was like maybe i could tap one of these and no tap one would it. notice but i couldn't um yeah anyway i couldn't figure out the bark how to like read the bark oh yeah. i don't know 
can you Google it or watch a YouTube video? Well, I was trying to. I was trying to use like the app on my phone to like read the bark and oh. have it tell me what kind of tree it was, but it wasn't really working. Didn't so. know they made an app like that. Well, it, it doesn't work. So, guess <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> so, work. So, it was like this is a family of the dicots. So I was like, no, it's no, it's no, not. It's not. So. That didn't really work. One thing that I just feel like I should share with everyone, just because I don't want to gatekeep, mm. is Trader Joe's has a new ice cream. Oh, yeah. Sure. I it. think it's called When Life Gives Gives You Lemons. And it is amazing. It is your summertime ice cream. Oh, definitely. I had a taste. It's got like wafers in it and lemon goodness, like lemon, lemon zest curd. Or yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> so you need to go to your local Trader Joe's and try that. All right, well, let's jump into your responses. So best and worst bosses. These are going to be good. And they're kind of mixed in of both like best and worst. So we won't go like best first and worst second. We'll just kind of mix them in. in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Okay. (laughs) This is a short one, but it's worth mentioning. He says, "Um, bad boss story. Emails hacked a few times. Yikes. By their boss yikes that's so sketch so like you're you're issued an email fr- by them and then they hacked it yeah Ooh. <laughs> so is that illegal like, probably that's a great question i would say no i don't know but Ooh. i mean like so i mean oh so they're just reading your emails you could be saying the most personal things i guess you shouldn't be doing personal things in your true but still what if you did email. Still, yeah. Uh-oh. I think they should tell you, oh, we found, you know, maybe we monitor for, like, suspicious activity, but not, like, right. we just read all of your emails. True. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, don't complain about your boss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't email your friends anything yeah. personal. All right. This one is a doozy. I used to visit a local cafe all the time, and I loved it. One day, the owner offered me a job as the general manager of the store. Whoa. I was 21 at the time, and this sounded like a great opportunity. Since it was a breakfast place, I'd be off early in the afternoons for my school schedule, and she offered paid birthdays, and it seems like an easy place to manage. I guess paid day mm. on their birthday. Okay, That's kind of nice. Yeah. I got hired without even having a real interview, and I showed up to Whoa. work. Oh. Well, it turns out that the owner had a lot of family members working for her. Oh, her gosh. son, her Red brother, flag. her best friend, and they were all much older than me from their late 20s into their 40s and 50s. As it turned out, she really just wanted to use me to manage her family members because she didn't want to manage or correct them herself. No. It put me in a super awkward situation being way younger than everyone else, new to the job, and having to be a middleman for her family. And not to mention all the perks of the job she had mentioned were not real. Not only did I not get a payday off for my birthday, she scheduled me to work because of her other family members wanted to go to a football game. Rude. Oh gosh. Are you kidding me? That's crazy. No. First of all. Also, she justified not giving me overtime wage because she said I got a share of the tips. <gasps> okay, first of all, I think that's illegal. There's so much wrong with that story. Oof. First of all, all of the nepotism. Yeah. <laughs> she just Truly. wanted her to take care of her family members who apparently were not great at their jobs. 
Yeah. And she didn't want to say anything. Yeah. So then she got this young girl to <laughs> come in and try to take care of her. Which, I mean, sometimes you do need to hire somebody when you, you know, you have all these people on your team or maybe you do work with family. Like, right. it is it is a thing to, like, go hire somebody third party to, like, manage them or me- mediate or whatever. But, like, you kind of have to tell them that's what they're doing, right. not and just be like, hey, I have this awesome job for you. And not treat them poorly. Yeah. She wasn't even giving her the benefit she promised her. Yeah. Like, I mean, a paid day off on your birthday sounds great. Like, yeah. everybody wants to be off on their birthday. But then but to then make you them take work. take it back? Uh-uh. No way. I'd be so mad. Yeah. Uh-huh. Totally. I have never worked on my birthday out of principle. That's good. I said, this is a holiday and I will never. I think I did once and I regretted it. I was like, I should have taken that day off. Yeah. But some people, they kind of like look down on it. Really? Yeah. For taking off for your birthday? Probably. Oh, I mean, old people are like, I love this job so much and I will be here until I drop dead. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. They're they're like, we work every day of our lives. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's great. They're like, back in my day, we volunteered. We don't need to be paid for all our work. It's like, absolutely not. We will clock in for everything. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, I have a good boss story. Okay. It says, I stayed home from work because my daughter was sick. And at 8 p.m., my boss drops off groceries and toys for me and my family. She's literally the most amazing person ever. Oh. That's so sweet. Man, once you have a good boss, like... It just changes your it, life. Yeah, it shows you how you should really be treated. And it's like when you have a good teacher. You're like, wow, I've really learned mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you have a good boss, it makes all the difference. Yeah, and that's so kind because they weren't, first of all, they weren't, a lot of people are like, I don't know, when there's something going on with your kids, they're kind of like, oh, this is so annoying. Like, get, like, find somebody to deal with it. But for the person who's like, oh, I'm, I, uh, I found out your kid's sick and I'm literally going to like go drop off toys and groceries. Like that's amazing. Right. And it's like we all go through stuff. We all have families and the families at the end of the day are more important than this job. So we'll recognize that. That's really good. Okay. I also have a best boss story. This person said, my best boss didn't micromanage, would often let me fail in small ways and then coach me how to do it better the next time. Also, I knew he was always available if I needed him. That's really good. That's I like the small fails, so encouraging, yes. like showing you what to do instead of yes. being like, you failed. How dare you? I feel like so many bosses, I guess it's because they are kind of like micromanaging. But I also, I, I don't know. I guess it just has to do with like the culture of your business, like whether or not they are trying to be innovative or whatever, yeah. because if you're going to be innovative, like you are going to fail in some ways. Right. But um, they usually swoop in before you fail. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, ah, I can see this is not going well. Like, yeah. let me swoop in before time. But and then that kind of makes you feel like, no, like I was going to handle it. I did have a plan. You know, like it just frustrates people. because oh, they're absolutely. Like, you didn't know if it was going to fail or not. Like, I, I think you didn't let it go to the last. Right. Minute. No, that's really good. And it's really important for people to, like, be able to fail, you know? Mm-hmm. So. And I think sometimes it's just not someone's skill set to be in that leadership position. So mm-hmm. then they do micromanage everything. Yeah. And they are terrified of anyone making a mistake because they don't know how to handle the yeah. mistakes. Yeah. kind of had a boss like that. They were yeah. just always, if something, the littlest of things goes wrong, like, they would blow a gasket. No. <laughs> You're like... 
should you be that upset? Yeah. You're literally the leader. Yeah. You know, like you're the boss. You should probably be able to handle that a little better. But Do you have, I know we probably should have done this first, but mm-hmm. do you have a bad boss story? <laughs> so I had a boss. This person was kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. They would get extremely mad about little things. Mm-hmm. But then one day they would be fine and they were like so encouraging and happy and you know and then the next day they would like go off the handle Mm -hmm. so one time she was doing reviews and i was like doing a lot of the work i had like a kind of partner person in my area and so we would like share the work but because i was there a little bit longer she put me my boss put me in charge of this situation so like when she would leave i was the go-to person Mm mm-hmm so, I was doing a great job, okay, not to, like, sound like I'm, you know, tooting my own horn, but I have to say that in order to tell you the next part. Okay. So, we have our reviews, and she, like, on two parts, and I think it was, like, about being a good team member and, like, I don't know, something else, she gave me a bad review, and I was like, what the heck? So, I left her office, and I was so discouraged, and then I went back in, and I was like, hey, I think you're wrong. Mm-hmm. I was not this and i like gave her detailed explanations like i gave her stories Mm -hmm. like this is why i think you're wrong this is what i actually have done blah blah Mm -hmm. blah and thankfully she did change her mind and she like removed those bad markings Mm -hmm. but i was just like i know because i was literally one of the only ones she gave that bad thing to and that if i mean there were some co-workers i could probably do better yeah and I was like, uh-uh, that's not right. But she she was just kind of like that. She would just pick on you about one little thing and, like, micromanage everything. Mm-mm. And you're like, wait a minute. You weren't even here that day. You no. Know? <laughs> no. Oh, also, if you were going to take off, she wanted to know why you were taking off. Mm-hmm. Like, she wanted a detailed explanation. Like, that's actually not necessary. You can't just, necessary. like, take off. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't have to give an explanation, you know? Yeah. But she wanted it. Oof. Yeah. So, could have been worse, probably, but... Yeah. Wasn't, yeah. Wasn't the funnest of days sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, for the most part, um, I had a, a good boss experience, I feel like. Um, but my longtime boss, you know, um, was just really, I would say, not micromanaging. You know, that yeah. uh, he kind of just let everybody figure <laughs> things out themselves. And uh, you kind of like, you know, you live and die by your results, but mm. you had the chance to like prove yourself, which I feel like was really rewarding. And but however, there were other like managers or uh, like other bosses that I've had um, during my time. And I also had some experiences with corporate that were not too favorable. Um, I can think of one for in a, uh, a shining example. Okay. And this was, it's not really one person particularly, Mm -hmm. but it's just corporate as a whole. And so we'll just say for all intents and purposes that this is a unnamed organization. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So having said that, I was on a work trip. Okay. And started getting literally stalked. (gasps) Okay. I remember you talking about this. This is so scary. I don't even want to get into the stalking thing because it was absolutely insane and i was legitimately being stalked okay we'll do a stalker episode i hate <laughs> later <laughs> a stalker episode it still kind of gives me the spooks when i think about it me i'm like too. wow it was not cool okay anyway was legit being stalked and i kind of i love a good sleuth so i was on it and i was trying to 
pinpoint everything and like yeah. track people down well for multiple reasons i had it pegged down to this one person who was actually with me on a work trip and i was like i have a feeling it's this person so i spoke up to corporate let them know this was not cool and i feel like you know like this person should right. be disciplined in some way yeah. um you know obviously like we we're not sure but you know you can't be like totally sure that it's this person that's doing all the things but Basically, what they did, they were like, okay, well, here's what we'll do. Like, we'll just call this one person and say, hey, we've gotten complaints that some people have felt like they were being stalked. um, And we're letting everybody know that um, it needs to stop. And if it doesn't, that we're going to take like legal action or whatever. Well, it stopped. It completely dried up. So I'm like, smoking gun. This is the person. Well, this person did not get reprimanded in any way and in the future fast forward like I don't know it was like six or seven months I am going on another work trip and this was like a really big work trip so there were like at least a hundred other people there probably I'm guessing and I saw his name on the list and I was like okay I have spoken up about this person before and they were like super sus you know and I I have emailed corporate about it like they are completely aware of the situation right and they said they had escalated and all this stuff so just to be sure I like emailed again and I said hey I'm going on this work trip but this person is on the list still like they're clearly still working here and they're still being allowed to travel with the company and all this stuff and we're going to be on the same trip again so I'm just speaking up again that this is not somebody that I feel comfortable around and that they are super sus. When I get there, they had scheduled us to share a rental car. Excuse I'm not kidding. Me? I am not kidding. They had scheduled us to share a rental car. I was like, literally, there's a hundred other people here. Like, what you could have put me with anyone else. I, I mean, oh. this story was going in a good direction when no. they, like, called him and everything. No. But no, you don't put... And they're like, what? oops, okay, yeah, get your own rental car. Yeah, we'll oops. pay for it. I'm like, uh. How's that, how's that an oops? Like... Uh-uh. No. no, that sounds like a Lifetime movie. Yeah, but they, like they end poorly, you know. Anyway, it was not good. I was super ticked, and then he is still with the company oh and gosh. in a very senior position, and what? I just cannot. Ew! I wonder what he's doing these days, dude. With, like stalking, <laughs> dude. I don't know, but if he tries it again, I'm ready for a sketch. <laughs> if anything comes out about him, you know. I already know. You know. I already know. <laughs> like I told you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here's a worst boss story. She screamed and threw things and even laid on the office floor crying when she was upset or stressed out. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, wait, was this a daycare? Like, like <laughs> are you a child? Like, throwing no, you things. should not be throwing a fit, screaming and yelling. How does anybody, how did they keep any employees? That's Truly. what I want to know. Truly. Because I'd be out of there so quick. Oh, yeah. If somebody threw something, I'd be like, okay, we're done here. Right. <laughs> Okay, this one, it's a great boss story. It says, my current boss is the best boss I have ever had. He's humble, intelligent, learning, God-fearing, fun, and future-minded. Loves his family, loves the Lord, and is so authentic in who he is in at work and at, sorry, is so authentic in who he is in God at work and out of work. 
He always uses his authority to advocate for others, even in our large Fortune 250 company. I've witnessed leaders get to the level he's at and then start using people below them as stepping stones to advance themselves further instead of people to lead. And I can't say enough good about him. The only thing I try to challenge him on is taking on too much and understanding that some people are just terrible. We can't save people on our own. He pours out his life to serve for his church, his family, and our workplace. And I'm always inspired by his walk and his authenticity and leadership. Mm-hmm. That is... Sounds like a great boss. That is so good. Also, the fact that it sounds like it's a really... Successful. Successful yeah. company. You just don't always find that. You do not. Because the more people get to the top... They're like ego The worse crazy. they become sometimes. Yeah. And of course, it's not everybody. Obviously, we see this is a good example of it not being. Mm-hmm. But man, ego can really get to people's heads. Yeah. And it is just not a good look. No. And like the fact that they're saying, you know, um, when she said, I'm assuming it's a she, I don't know. <laughs> When this person said that, you know, most people start using people as stepping stones to get further in life. Like, that happens so often. It really does. And when people are, like, a little bit insecure in their leadership, they just try to, like, Mm -hmm. take other people's ideas or, you know. Yeah, they take all the glory for everything. Exactly. Or kind of, like, put other people down or make them look stupid so that they Mm -hmm. look better. Mm -hmm. And anyway, that's not cool. So we really appreciate a great boss who does not do those things. That's amazing so true also it shows you you know the kind of boss that you could or should have yeah that it's not like that exactly you deserve better shows you what's what's out there yeah okay here's a worse boss story had no idea what we did in our business (laughs) (laughs) lied his way with a good interview into this management position Mm -mm. he would stand in front of my team's innovation as if it was inspired by him yeah see and also, stealing people's ideas exactly and also used myself and my senior tiered co-worker as human body shields for his poor decisions <sighs> he was constantly brown nosing those in leadership he perceived as influential mm-hmm. and snubbed in private those who tried to bring him up to speed and level set him yeah it ended up taking a full year to raise enough evidence to senior leadership to put him in performance management he was a nervous man but conniving at every turn (laughs) was ready to quit every day i had to work with him yeah yikes that's rough you know what i have actually heard this before like people who just fake it well or like people complaining about bosses or Mm -hmm. other people in leadership Mm -hmm. and it seems like nothing is really done about it like they don't listen Mm -hmm. necessarily and i would just think you should probably investigate if more than one person's coming to you and saying like look at what's going on well i guess a year to get evidence like enough evidence that's crazy that's a long time well i guess because like if the senior leadership they're like oh this is like the nicest person in the world Mm, like how could this be and then everybody else has yes exactly everybody else has a great or a terrible experience with them it's like okay but they're just being nice to you because you are their boss right so they are just, you know, that's just the trying to impress you. The catchy thing about people in leadership, you kind of don't know who is being genuine, or mm-hmm. you think they're being genuine, but then other people mm-hmm. who are not in that level mm-hmm. are like, "Wait, this person is actually not." I've had to hear that, you know, because I remember working with one person. They were like the nicest, mm-hmm. like always going out of their way, just so yeah. friendly, genuine seeming, you know. Yeah, and then everybody else had 
a terrible time and they would always be like oh this person's just like the worst oh and gosh. has such an attitude and acts like such a diva and we're like wait what um and then yeah <laughs> you find out yeah that sucks it's probably not the way it seems so then you gotta kind of bring them down a few notches right <laughs> like someone get them yeah Okay, this person said, I worked for a lady where I was her only subordinate and she acted like she had hundreds of employees to manage. <laughs> oh. Yikes. She would never talk to me in person unless it was a scheduled meeting or a phone call and our offices were steps away. No. Okay, first of all. No. This grinds my gears. I, I'm getting personally invested in this story <laughs> because people who act like they're like so unreachable when right. really they're like your steps co-worker away. like or people who act like they're so far above you and it's like no we're we have equal right things and like you're not unreachable two of us yeah like i do the same thing as you do and i'm not unreachable uh-uh. okay she was a micromanager with my time i had to be at the office at 8 a.m sharp and leave no earlier than 5 p.m yet she would stroll in two hours late <gasps> claiming on her timesheet that she had been there since 8 a.m oh and she would gosh. frequently dip out of the office early liar <sighs> you're a fibba <laughs> we've been watching too much judge judy <laughs> well one day i emailed her since she had still not gotten to the office so she's wow. late to let her know that i would be taking sick leave for a doctor's appointment on x date at x time i was conscientious about when the appointment was so mind you it was at the end of the day and would not be interfering with any work duties or meetings once she got to the office, she replied to my email, request denied. See oh. me in my office. Um, I didn't request anything. You don't need to request to take sick leave for a doctor's right. appointment. I later confirmed this in the policy handbook. Anyway, I went to her, her office and she told me that she denied me because I was being insubordinate Excuse for me? posing the email as a demand rather than a request. That's ridiculous. And that she would approve the doctor's appointment if I went back to my desk retyped the email as a question <gasps> slash request and sent it to her excuse <gasps> me that's in that was the moment i said forget it and decided to become a real estate agent yeah, <laughs> yeah. i guess so oh my god how gosh. can you even she's just getting triggered by the way that you yeah sent your already approved request like you have uh oof that's rough like you obviously think you are way bigger than your britches. So my question, I guess, is like, was <laughs> this person legit like your only boss or was there somebody that you could have kind of reported on her to? Right. It sounds like there's only two of them. Yeah. So maybe this was like a really small business that she created. And so she I just guess. Was but like, like there has to be somebody else because why would she keep a timesheet and then say, oh, I was there all day. True. She wouldn't be lying to herself. True. Yeah, I don't know. That is absolutely rough. You should absolutely tell on people who do that be stuff to you. Stat. Oh my gosh. Um, I would be so mad. Yes. I can't even believe that. You're insubordinate. <laughs> yeah, like you can't go to the doctor's office because she didn't ask. Uh, she re she said I'm going. Like you have yeah. a doctor's appointment. You, it's yeah. sorry. That's crazy. I Ugh. cannot with people. Yeah. I just don't understand how people get to that place right. of being so terrible the audacity. to people. Yeah. Yeah. Is how do you even... Like, how do you lose all, touch that much? Yeah. How do you justify lying on your timesheet? How do you justify being so controlling and rude? And mm -hmm. like, where does this come from? 
was it done to you and then you continued to do it? Because if that's the case, it's even well, worse. Well, if it was done to you, like, you should know what it feels like and exactly. not do that. That's why it would be even worse if it was. Yeah, the audacity. We wanted to take a second and invite you guys to share the Honesty Club with your friends. Share it with a friend. Share it with a family member. Post it on Instagram. We would truly appreciate it. Yeah, and we love all the shout outs that you guys give us whenever you post in your stories that you loved an episode or whenever you pass it along to somebody else and let them know to listen to one of the episodes that you love the most. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate it and it helps it us It means grow. so much to us. We're super grateful yes. that you guys um, like it enough to share it with someone or, you know, post about it. So yes. first of all, thank you and keep doing it. Second please. of all, keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you enjoy one of these episodes, if it makes you laugh, if you're mm-hmm. learning something, if you have some good takeaways, or if you feel like this would be great for somebody else to listen to, go ahead and pause this episode, hit the share button and send to it to one of your friends and yeah. let them know to join the honesty club and listen to us every single Thursday. And that can really help us grow on here yeah we're gonna double our audience so thanks in advance we really appreciate you guys for listening and tuning in and even the comments and the things that people have told us and supported us we are just super grateful so yes keep it going thanks guys we love you love you best boss story my best boss was when i was a social worker my job was doing one-on-one therapy with clients of low socioeconomic status and I would often go directly to their homes since many of them did not have transportation. Since my job was on the road a lot, there wasn't much room for micromanaging. I was solely responsible for getting my work done and my boss was great about it. He was of the mindset that if you got your work done and did it right, he wasn't going to bother you. Mm -hmm. For me, this approach made me want to work harder and do the best job I could because I didn't want to risk breaking that trust. Yes. Love that. My boss was also extremely accessible for any questions or issues I had with clients, etc. He would talk problems through with me at length so we could come up with the best solution. We had weekly in-person team meetings at a coffee shop instead of the office. Oh, oh. I love that. Get me out of the office yes. as much as possible. Yes, and this give me free ma- food <laughs> and coffee. <laughs> this made the meetings more relaxed and something to look forward to. We would also sporadically have team meetings at various restaurants. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Sporadic did he, did he restaurant. Pay for them you too. That'd be that. better. Around town where we would all discuss our caseloads clients. My boss was pretty informal in how he ran his team. Informal. But that made him we love extremely approachable. He was excellent at providing proper and ongoing training and was a very solution focused person. <sighs> I actually became good friends with him and his wife and still visit them. Oh, amazing. Wow beautiful first of all i love that i love when you can go to a boss with any and all questions and not feel like yes you're scared or that you're stupid yes that's incredible yes and i think it should be the way because it's like if you've never done this job before Mm -hmm. you don't know everything Mm -hmm. so you shouldn't be upset if someone has a question right or is still learning certain things right you know and then sometimes bosses like bad bosses would take that as liberty to be like Oh, well, let me step in since you don't know yeah. what you're doing. It's like, no. I love a hands-off leader. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so great. Oh, yeah. You don't feel nervous and scared all the time. And, like, right. you have to do everything perfectly because they're always watching you over yeah. their, you know, over your shoulder. Yeah. 
And then when they are generous and they do give you the benefit of the doubt, like she's right. Like you do want to work harder because you don't, you don't find a job like that every day or you don't find a leader like that every day. Mm -mm. So you don't want to break the trust or break the relationship. Right. You actually want to like work harder and do better and like, you know, kind Mm -hmm. of like surprise yourself. You're not like just taking advantage of everything. It's incredible how people can really get so like control leadership mm-hmm. mentality mm-hmm. it can happen even in a volunteer situation you know yeah and they're just like always micromanaging every little thing and want to be involved in every little thing it's like the best thing you can do is empower someone to do that job yes well and if they have questions if they need your help on any yeah. way then yeah you step in and you be there yeah but let them like give them the proper tools and see what they do right you know I totally agree I feel like when I was first like learning management and you know what I mean like first like really leading a team yeah I feel like I was micromanaging people and I would come behind them make sure they're counting all the money right and (laughs) doing all the things right and I was like double checking everybody and making everybody go on checklists and stuff and then I noticed I was annoying (laughs) everybody (laughs) which is just not you know it's not the way to do it right you know I really had to like check myself and be like okay I am not leading people the right way and I'm micromanaging because I feel like you don't care about this as much as I do so let me just teach you how to care about things the same way and just communicate like you do care and we are on the same page about goals but absolutely yep micromanaging will really drain people oh yeah and yeah I think you live and you learn yeah you can always get better yep Okay, I have a worse boss story, (laughs) I think. (laughs) Well, I'm just judging by the first sentence, but I'm pretty sure (laughs) it could be the best boss. I once had a super, I once had a supervisor at a bank who would continually lie about me. Yeah, that seems like the worst. Yeah, that sounds terrible. (laughs) (laughs) She would tell my manager lies and my coworkers would vouch for me that what she was saying wasn't true. She once said that I tried to force balance my drawer when, in fact, I had found money on the floor near my drawer when I wasn't balanced, and I took it straight to her and took the out-of-balance report instead of force balancing, which is immediate termination, of course. This supervisor would fall asleep on the job, was late often, didn't know policies for very practical things, and would come to me to ask questions about how to do things. The last straw was when she got me written up because my manager believed another one of her lies over me. Oh, that's the worst. I quit and I let my manager know that her mistreatment was the main cause of me leaving. Three other employees quit because of her. The job I had after that was my favorite job I've ever had with the most respectful, honest, integrity-minded bosses I've ever encountered. So, yay. That's good. Wow. Okay. Okay. I know boss. I mean, I know banks are like super um, intense. I can to work see that. At. I mean, you're working with I heard, money. Well, yeah. I've, I'm like super curious about like how different jobs work. I'm always like, oh, could I do that job or what's it like? Or right. What, what's the situation like? And apparently um, like the bills are actually like they like know which kind of bills that they have in the bank. So like you can't even switch them out with like other bills because like they're tracking like the numbers on the bills so you and basically you can't leave work if your drawer doesn't match or like force balance I guess what she's saying 
like it has to exactly match or you can't leave the building until you find the money basically (laughs) because it's like government money yeah so it can't go missing you can't just like take it out of your check or whatever right like you have to find it dang yeah what i don't understand is why this person would throw this person under the bus yeah but they While were she's asking sleeping them, on her job. But also they were asking them questions. Yeah. And they were helping this person. Yeah. How are you gonna throw that same person under the bus? That is so rough. That's doesn't make any sense to me. No. It's like she's the one that or he, I don't know if it was she or he. But she. They well, oh, you mean the writer. Yeah. I don't know if the writer yeah, was yeah. she or he, but they should be the ones that could throw you under the bus. Right. But they don't. Yeah. So why would you even do that? It doesn't make any sense. Man. That's so bad. Wow. Rude. Okay. I have a good one. Good boss story. I was new on the job and I was getting used to the flow of things. I had missed a step of a process and my manager openly announced my mistake in front of a customer. It sounds bad, but it's going to get better. <laughs> and my coworkers. I was embarrassed, but I brushed it off. Came back in the next morning and my manager said, Hey, can I talk to you for a minute? And I said, yeah. She closes the door and said, did I embarrass you yesterday? You can be honest. And I said, well, yeah, a little. She said, see, I never want anyone under my leadership to ever feel the way I made you feel yesterday. I apologize. That was out of line. I promise that I will do my best to see that you never feel that way again. Everyone makes mistakes, especially when they are training. And I'm sorry I was so harsh. I was so shocked. I told her thank you and told her that apologizing was so humble of her definitely made me trust her more as a leader absolutely wow. that is a really big bold yeah sweet thing to do because yeah. not everyone <laughs> will admit their mistakes yeah one and two apologize for it also i saw like a meme and it was like why is being new at a job the most embarrassing thing in the it world really for no reason is. <laughs> it's so <laughs> difficult like you have i don't know it takes a few months to get used to everything Mm -hmm. and when someone starts a new job i'm always like yeah give it time because yeah just you feel like a crazy person (laughs) from the beginning you feel like you You don't know how to do the simplest of things right plus if someone is watching me do something that i've never done before and people will be oh i get nervous and (laughs) i'm like all skills go out of my brain you know it's like typing i'm like (gasps) Mm -hmm. i can't type anymore you know like (laughs) I was thinking people are being all aggressive with their friendships around you, and you're like, I want to be friends here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody else is like best friends. And yeah, just like doing so you're doing inside new. jokes. You're like, I'd love to be a part of an inside joke one you're day. Like, one day I'll be there. <laughs> it's it's hard out there. Yeah. When, when you that's don't. really nice when somebody can admit that they're wrong. Yes. Or, you know, just apologize and be like, I love yeah. that. You you I do love trust a humble leader. Okay, this one truly i mean i read it earlier and i was literally wiping away tears <laughs> and it's really not even funny it just really <laughs> hit my funny phone so oh let me God. share this best story ever okay <laughs> i just love it because i can feel like i can really picture it because i actually said like where they worked and stuff okay yeah <laughs> it says my boss at subway would yell at me when i put more than three olives on a sandwich oh. in front of customers One customer kept asking for more olives. Finally, I put a big handful in front of my boss, and the customer was so excited that he gave me a $5 tip. Wow. I quit soon after. 
<laughs> I just can't. First of all, someone really loved their olives. First of all, $5 I, I think I just personally related to the story because I am the olive person in this yeah. story. I'm <laughs> the one who's like, give me more. No, more olives. <laughs> more olives, please. I know. I'm like, I can't believe they're so stingy with their olives. Three olives. Three? That's and then it. they're like, I got $5. And that's when I decided to quit. <laughs> I can make it on this $5. They're like, you know what? I don't need to put up with this. Somebody appreciates my fistful of olives. Yeah, exactly. That's oh. so funny. I don't understand why they didn't let them put more than three olives. It's probably a high food cost item, and they're like, just quit it. I don't know. <laughs> the cheese is going to get you more than the olives, bro. Yeah, exactly. Because the Subway olives, I mean, that's not an olive. That's an olive sliver. Yeah. So that's not and even... And then the sandwich... Even if you get half sandwich, it's pretty big. So three, yeah. three olives is not going to cover it. Oh, my gosh. Uh-uh. Man. Well, I'm glad they felt like they could move on that day. <laughs> Thank you, person who gave them $5 to feel empowered to move on. That's awesome. Well, I think we're going to save the rest of the stories for part two because this is a really fun conversation. Yeah. And, and I love hearing <laughs> everybody's. Um, but we did ask another question on our stories which was what characteristics do you look for in a boss so basically everybody has a boss sometimes they're the worst sometimes they're the best yeah but the great news is is you can you should really approach your job as like picking a boss you know you're not just picking a career anymore you're picking a boss and um peter um my husband (laughs) he has a self-leadership podcast and I've definitely heard him say, he's probably quoting somebody. I think he's quoting somebody, but um, I've heard him say a bunch of times, people don't quit their job, they quit their boss. True. And I think that's really true for a lot of people. I think so. These days, obviously, boomers, they were like, I I love being mistreated. Please (laughs) give me my job. (laughs) And I will work diligently like a humble servant until the day I die. We are a little more sensitive this generation. (laughs) But this generation's like, absolutely not. I will find the boss that respects me. Yeah. So having said that, you should think about, you know, if you're in the market for a job, be in the market for a great boss. Mm -hmm. And then things can can go from there. But so what are the qualities that you look for in a boss? And we'll read some of your responses. This first person says um, they just want somebody who's understanding. Yeah. I would totally so, agree. This one person said, not Michael Scott. <laughs> well, yeah. From the office. So yeah. Definitely not. Yeah. Although, so, I mean, know, he was. He had his moments of being. Totally. Kind and nice, but he was just so. Exactly. Crazy. He. Well, first of all, he, like, wanted to be best friends with everybody. Right. So then he was just terrible at being their leader. So. Never going to work but, out too yeah. well. <laughs> okay. This person says, humble and able to coach. They model healthy lifestyles and boundaries. Ooh. Ooh. You know, well I heard said. I heard a quote once, and then they said the people who are most upset by you having boundaries are the people <gasps> who take advantage of them. Oh, yes, that <laughs> like, hits me in the oh, bones. Yeah, so true. <laughs> it hits me in the bones. <laughs> but when people are like, Ugh, like they don't respond to their emails after six, it's so right. annoying. It's like, yeah, because you wanted to take advantage of them. Exactly. Not no, because, I always wonder. I'm like, yeah. why are people so upset when someone like can't do something mm-hmm. or they have to say no or right? You know, I'm like, I don't get it. I think because I want people to not be upset when I can't do something. Yeah. That I just am like, I good for you. You know. Yeah. Now, if you cancel on me last minute, that's gonna be a little bit disheartening. But yeah. But if you you know do it at a reasonable time and right or even before you've said yes, yeah, 
I understand. Yep. Um, someone said communicative, empowering. Yeah. Oh, oh we love an empowering leader. Oh, yeah. I know. Someone that lets you, just throws you out there. Like, you don't have to do all the tasks by yourself as a leader. Mm-hmm. And if you can delegate delegate and like say hey i see this skill in you or mm-hmm. i see that you would be great at this or you mm-hmm. do this well so i'm gonna give this over to you man that is just something else absolutely it's amazing what would you say are what what would you look for in a boss or what's the kind of boss that you would want to be the boss i would want to be i definitely like the empowerment thing yeah <laughs> like i love even in my life finding gifts and skills in people and then Mm -hmm. encouraging them in that Mm -hmm. and saying oh like here's an idea you should try this or you should do this or if they're like wanting to start something or do something like really being behind them and encouraging them you are totally that person them in that (laughs) because i just think people need that yeah they do and i enjoy it i enjoy being someone's encouragement and cheerleader (laughs) yeah um so I would definitely want to be that and someone that's not even in like certain leadership things that I do like I am someone that is like I want you to figure out like you can come to me with your problems mm-hmm. but I'm gonna tell you how to like fix it on your own like I'm not gonna come in and right. be the rescue I want you to know how to do it yourself yeah or I want you to I would rather you go to someone else fix your problem mm-hmm. than come to me you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I'd rather I just want people to know how to do certain things yeah. themselves. And so I think I definitely would not be a micromanager. Right. I'm like, spread your wings and fly, baby. Yes. <laughs> yes. First of all, I don't want to micromanage you because I exactly. simply don't have the <laughs> <Not> time. <laughs> well, I simply don't enjoy this. And then second of all, um, I heard this saying one time and it really stuck with me. I was in like a you know training program at my old job and they... They had the phrase, coach with your hands behind your back. So, mm. like, don't teach people how to do something by doing it for them, mm. but teach them with your words. Like, walk oh, wow. them through the process. Yeah. And, like, you have to challenge yourself to do a good job of explaining it instead of just saying, like, ah, well, ah, this is complicated. Like, let me just do it. And, like, so basically, yeah, that is yeah. how you do it. It's like, that didn't teach them. People need to be hands on and, like, really learn for themselves. So, it's true. It's really good to have a leader that will you know want to want to coach you and they want you to actually be a decision maker too Mm -hmm. like they don't want to be the only decision maker or maybe they they recognize that they're not like the full package because Mm -hmm. no one is like there are always people who have better skill sets than you or different skill sets than you and to recognize oh this person is way better than me at xyz Mm -hmm. and that their ability to like recognize that other people are better than them in some things yeah i think is really important because some people think i'm the best at everything and that's why i'm the boss absolutely no (laughs) also like when someone listens to you like if you have a concern or if you have an idea or if they have an idea and you kind of don't agree with that idea Mm -hmm. that they listen to you and not and i know like in the end of the day they have to make the decision ultimately Mm -hmm. because they're the boss but when you listen to people and you hear them out and you don't just like, okay, I'm just going to do whatever I want, whether you like it or not, mm-hmm. I think it helps people to feel loyal and to feel invested too yeah. because they're like, oh, this person listens to me and they hear me out and they actually take it, Yeah, you know? Yeah. 
That's really good. Someone else said, I strive to be an encourager and developer on the talent I get to lead. Yeah. I love that. Yes. And I think it kind of is what we're talking about is just encouraging people yeah and saying hey i see that skill in you let's take it the next step mm-hmm. yes for sure i love that and i just i mean <laughs> i hope that you know if i was in charge of a team like the team would just say that i am fun which is not the most important thing in the world but people do thrive off of like a just a good energy at oh, work yeah. and when it's like silly or like just that you're really approachable you know like right. you can joke on me too like I can be the butt of a joke or I'll like make self-deprecating jokes sometimes too just to put you at ease I feel like that's that's valuable to me at least like that's yeah. who I would want in a leader like the one person was saying like their boss was so approachable and would just do fun stuff yeah. and like look for ways to reward you or take you out to eat and stuff like mm-hmm. I feel like all of that just kind of describes like a fun like engaging leader yeah um and that's that's important to me. I feel like that's one of my values is to just, you know, oh, yeah. just bring out like a good working experience mm-hmm. for everybody. You're kind of, you know. Right. Oh, my last boss, she would go hard on birthdays. Oh, I love it. Like everybody like, got their own. Leslie, birthday. nope. <laughs> yeah. It was like you got the cake that you like. Yeah. She would. She knew that I loved bunt cakes. She, she oh, would yeah. get like mini bunt cakes. Yes. From nothing bunt cake. and then she would usually everyone would decorate your desk and like she had stuff that you know people could decorate your desk and then she would like take everyone out to eat oh amazing or lunch like we'd all get to go so we love a good perk yeah exactly (laughs) i feel like bosses that um just are generous Mm -hmm. you know and i'm not saying like you know, one coffee doesn't make up for all the times that they can step over the line and like right. abuse you in your off time. You know what I mean? And like try to meddle in. So like, I'm not saying that just buying somebody like a free lunch sometimes or coffee, like that makes up for you overstepping your boundaries with work. But it does help when you already have like a good work situation and they're, they just look for ways to be generous to you. Like that yeah. just goes a long way and people don't want to, you know, they don't want to mess that kind of relationship up because... Oh, no. They want to do more for you and like, you know, mm-hmm. just give you more back because you're giving to them. So, and it just warms the heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it does. We love a generous organization. We do. Well, guys, thank you so much for sharing your stories with us. We actually yes. had an abundance of stories, so I think we're gonna do a part two on this because it's a really, to. it's a really fun uh, topic. Everybody has a great boss, and everybody's probably one. had a terrible boss too. So. <laughs> um fun sharing those experiences with you and just the takeaway for you is one if you are an employee you can know you don't have to be mistreated right (laughs) um there are great bosses out there and you can actually choose you know choose your job based on your boss you don't have to just put up with terrible people don't suffer in silence second of all if you are a boss (laughs) you better take notes it's okay to uh you know call yourself out whenever mm-hmm. you step over the line and people don't want to be micromanaged no nope. they sure do they and sure it don't it is okay to recognize those problems and to change yes don't feel like you have to stay the same way because yes. you've been that way yes so good all right friends well we will be back next week with a brand new episode for you so make sure that you're subscribed to us wherever you get your podcasts on apple on spotify mm-hmm. on check out our instagram amazon yes the honesty club 
Honesty Club podcast. Podcast. And then thehonestyclub.com for everything else, which yes. you will hear one more time in our outro, but that's okay. You need a reminder. <laughs> <laughs> Remind again. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will see you next time. See you later. Thanks for listening today. Make sure that you're following us at Honesty Club Podcast on Instagram, or check out our website, thehonestyclub.com, to be a part of future episodes. You can submit an idea for a topic or write in with a story for us to share. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts, leave us a review, or share it with a friend. See you next Thursday.